0: You're listening to The Rocks and Rituals Show with Debbie Barr on Natural Health Radio. Hi and thanks for joining me on this fourth um, podcast into the Reiki Principles. Um, This is number four in a series of five podcasts about um, the Reiki Principles and how we can harness them and use them in our everyday life. So if you haven't listened to the first three, you might want to go back. We've looked at Living Without Anger we've looked at living without worry, we've looked at living in gratitude, and today's the fourth principle, and we're looking at, just for today, do your work honestly. Now, this one often causes a bit of confusion or misunderstanding, and there's loads of different translations for it, and I think it's because we all have various ideas of what work actually means, okay? Some of the other translations are, do your work diligently, diligently? I can't even speak today, do your work diligently, or work hard. So, was Yusui telling us to be slaves to the grind? I don't think so, but quite often people will take that interpretation from it. Whenever you hear the word work, what springs to mind for you? Is it is it your paid employment, or is it everyday tasks or chores? Is it a positive mental picture of work, or is it something that makes you feel a bit sick and fills you with dread? Depending on how you view the concept of work, you will then have a different reaction to this particular principle, just for today, do your work honestly. In today's society in the Western world, we work ridiculously long hours and stress is a massive, massive issue. Um, the work-life balance is kind of all out of sync in the UK and people tend to work longer and longer hours for less and less pay really and as a result their health is suffering Um I think it's Switzerland has now got it right that they've started to reduce the working week and have realised that their their employees are far more productive. Um, you know, if you if you look at statistics, it shows that stress affects one in five of the working population in the UK. You know, it's it's one of the biggest single biggest causes of sickness in in the in the British Isles, and you know, it's just an absolute nightmare that so many people are feeling stressed. So, it kind of feels a little bit strange that you know you see saying you know. Work hard, so I think we need to understand that he's not telling us to be complete slaves and to you know keep our nose to the grindstone the whole time. I think um he's being told he's telling us to to work in a way that is in alignment with our integrity and to work hard on ourselves, but I'll come back to that in a wee minute. I just want to look at stress that we're facing first of all in, in working lives you know it, it is important to remember that a little bit of stress is always a good thing because it kind of helps motivate you if you if you had no stress you wouldn't do anything really you need a little bit of stress a little bit of adrenaline sometimes to actually get things done and you know obviously it's it's a natural um process in the body to help us if they are in danger um some people do find um that they can can turn their stress to their advantage. And that's the way to manage it rather than let it overwhelm you. And some people therefore thrive with a little bit of stress, pushes them forward, helps them climb to new heights. You know, and people who can do that obviously have a coping mechanism where they manage their stress. Other people don't necessarily find it so easy and become overwhelmed and start to display signs and symptoms of, of chronic stress and they sink rather than swim. And that's when it becomes a problem, okay? If you're managing your stress and you're on top of your game, then that's fine so long as it's not impacting your health there is a stress line those who stay above the line tend to be those who would be visionaries self-motivated dynamic you know they're said to be above the stress line and anyone who's feeling kind of stressed out in survival mode or overly bureaucratic you know people who are really you know sticklers tend to be affected by stress you know so where would you put yourself you know look at your life and your work and your your work-life balance you know where would you rate your stress would you say you were you were swimming or are you sinking are you above the line the attitude is really the key to the question you know if you if, do you work willingly and with a good heart or when you go to work is it a bit of a reluctant thing and you feel you have to and you've no choice and you're you know it's like drudgery having to go to work and do you value your work you know how do you feel about what it is that you do every day what what is your role you know, what What drives and motivates you? What gets you out of bed in the morning? What makes you do it? You know, what are your ambitions? What are your dreams? It's when you start to dig into these questions, you begin to question your life purpose. And this is what I think Yusui was getting at with this principle. Because Reiki sparks change, it always does. You can't go through a Reiki journey without changing in some way, and that's the whole point of it, because it brings about healing as a result of changes you make. Change is good. It helps you to grow and develop, and that, that's what Reiki is really all about, making mindful changes towards healing your life and living on purpose. And when I say living on purpose, I mean that you're actually excited to get up every day and live your life, that you have a purpose to your existence, that you know what you're doing. Um, you know, you don't always know, but you know, you have a an excitement almost about being alive. So when you say he stated, just for today, do your work honestly, I don't believe he was insinuating that you're dishonest, and I don't believe. Yet he was telling you to work your butt off, um, for corporate, you know, corporate land. I I believe he was telling you to question your life purpose and work hard on yourself. You know, the honesty thing sometimes comes in as well. He wasn't he wasn't insinuating that you're a dishonest person, and he wasn't asking you not to steal supplies from the office or to use the printer for personal use. He was asking you to be honest with yourself, to accept yourself for who you are, so that you know who you really are. And that that. There's a question a lot of people struggle with, do you know who you are? We often confuse who we are with what we do. Many times if someone met you, maybe you've been at a school reunion or you've met an old friend or you've you've met someone new and they've said, so what do you do? What are you doing with yourself? What do you do? And it's almost like we allow our job role to define us as a person. It's, you know, as if that's all that matters, they forget about, you know, who you are. So you must remember that you're a human being. You're not a human doing. It's not what you do, you know. It's like, it would be better to say, you know, who are you? As opposed to what do you do? <laughs> um, you see, he was asking us to take a long, hard look at ourselves. And to work with integrity on ourselves every day. You know, you are your life's work. That's essentially what it is. You are your life's work. So you should work hard on yourself every day. And I believe that that's what he was getting at with this principle. As you work with healing energy and Reiki, you might find that, you know, your existing paid employment, maybe your 9 to 5 no longer feels right for you or doesn't ethically match with what place you're going. And it's no longer in alignment with who you are. And that's basically what happened to me. Um, when I first got into Reiki, I always got really stuck with this principle because I was working in a pretty stressful IT job, I was a manager for a local company, um, and the the stress and the pressure felt really out of alignment with who I was becoming. You know, on the one hand, I'd opened up to this Reiki healing energy and was on a journey of self-discovery and learning to meditate and learning to heal and relax and learning who I was and being stressed every day, f- having to fuel up with coffee and Red Bull simply to get myself through a day, through long hours, through... You know, phone calls outside of work, emails outside of work, never been able to switch off. It just didn't feel right for me anymore. And it was more than just work, though. It was my home life, too. Your work in the context of this principle is everything. It's not just your paid employment. It's your your life, your day-to-day tasks, your thoughts, your personal development, your spiritual development. And I began to take a really long, honest look at my life and where it was going, and I decided the changes needed to be made. And that was that, that's the scary part of the Reiki journey because you realize change has to be made and only you can make it. So I moved jobs. I ch- decided to resign from the, the stressful IT manager's job and I moved to um, a less stressful environment. It was still in IT, but it was a support level job and it wasn't anywhere near as stressful. And it was closer to home. And I knew I was never going to stay there forever, but it was like a stepping stone for me. I didn't have the nerve just to leave the IT world altogether at that point um it was paying the bills and i had to, i had to be careful um but i began to see the bigger picture and i realized that i didn't want to work for someone anymore i wanted to be my own boss and i wanted to work to help other people to help them make transformational change in their life um this, the way i was transforming mine and i didn't want to work for the good of some nameless corporation almost you know um the company I was working for was a global company and it was, you know, there's a lot of um, names and no faces and it was very, it just was very big and very impersonal. Um, So I began to put plans in place for my own move to self-employment, set goals and targets and, you know, I trained up and learned new skills, began to run my business outside of normal working hours and I started to save a wee bit of cash so that whenever I did make the leap I had a wee bit of a safety net. But outside of of the paid work, I also had to take a look at relationships, my friendship and my marriage, and I had to make changes and I had to make more difficult choices and I had to, to make the decision to follow my heart and end my marriage because that wasn't right for me at that time either. And it wasn't easy, but I knew it was honest for me. It was me doing my work honestly. I had to work hard on myself and the person I was becoming was no longer in alignment with the person I was when I got married. And unfortunately my husband and I were on completely different paths and different pages with it and it just wasn't going to work. Um, I had put a lot of barriers and walls up and you know to be fair to him he didn't know who I was Um, and neither did I really and I had to break down the facade of all these sort of um, these personas I had put up for myself and become me. So you know that, that's all part of the doing your work honestly and it's a tough one because change is always difficult for people and often we find ourselves desperately trying to fill a void within ourselves you know something maybe feels empty um, inside and we want to try and fill it and the first thing we do is look around externally we try and accumulate more stuff and more things or we try and do more and more you know more and more work or we perhaps turn to alcohol or other destructive behaviors and it doesn't work And what Reiki does is Reiki helps to see that the answer lies within ourselves. And this is what I feel Yusui was getting at with this principle. The work he refers to is your personal journey through life. You are essentially a spiritual being having a human experience. Your journey is unique to you. And I think that Yusui was asking us to work hard on ourselves and on that journey. So how do you actually do that? How do you work hard on yourself? You know, you can't just walk out of your job and go yeah I'm not doing this anymore I'm being honest, see you. you have to still pay the bills, you have to still manage your physical life, but you have to do it in a way that is in alignment with your values, so it's a good idea to actually identify what your values are you know, what is important to you, and you know, there's other things you can do as well, perhaps you would decide maybe to start learning Reiki for yourself you know, the Reiki principles and the meditation certainly help you to start this ball rolling and help with the process of self-development and healing You might also want to sort of, you know, read up some inspirational books or self-help books. There's loads of them out there nowadays. The secret with them, though, is to actually put into practice what you read and not just read about it. The temptation is to just read, 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 read and, you know, hope that you're going to sort of change your life just by reading about it. You have to actually physically make the changes. I could have sat and chanted, just for today, I'll do my work honestly, till I was blue in the face. But I knew that I had to leave the stressful job and I had to walk away from the marriage in order to do my work honestly. You know, so I had to make changes and it's never going to be easy. Other things that help while you're going through the process are taking up mindful or meditation practices like yoga, Tai Chi, Qi Gong. You know, those sort of mindful movements um, are very helpful. Personally, I've grown and improved. I attend a regular qigong and Tai Chi class every week um, and do that alongside my Reiki practice. And it really helps, you know, just helps to get the energy moving. And getting outside in nature, you know, is fabulous as well to help you get um, get to grips and to grind your, your spiritual development. You know, being in tune with nature helps you connect and feel really grounded in this life. And study and learning really important ways of developing personally and spiritually when was the last time you actually learned something new that you wanted to learn not that you were being forced to do uh, through your paid employment or you know through school or you know you know something that you actually wanted to do you know when did you actually you know find out something new when did you maybe last do a week course when did you last do a workshop you know there's lots of different things you can do it helps keep the mind active gives you new avenues to explore a new You know, gives you new perspective. Sometimes the more you learn, the more you start to see things from bigger picture rather than being pigeonholed, you know. There's so many free online resources out there that money can't even be an excuse not to learn new things. You know, there's free online courses. There's cheap, um, you know... Che- cheaper courses out there. There's really expensive ones too. There, you know, there's a variety of different courses available. There's lots of different workshops. You know, I try and run workshops all every every month for people, i keep them relatively low cost just to try and get people learning stuff, new stuff. You know, it's important. I'm a perpetual student of life. I just love learning. I'm always always learning something new. I believe that you see was asking us to get spiritually fit, when he said um, just for today, work hard just for today work honestly you know whatever way you translate this principle and to get spiritually fit requires effort and commitment in much the same way as getting physically fit does you know for physical fitness you need to be mindful of your diet and carry out exercise regimes you know you have to do that for spiritual fitness you need to live consciously and mindfully you need to feel grounded and be clear and compassionate and you need to learn to see the bigger picture and to find your joy The Dalai Lama is quoted as saying, the purpose of life is to be happy. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, at the end of the day, all most people want, 99.9% of people, if you ask them, will say, I just want to be happy. You know, and that is, the purpose of life is to be happy. Write down 10 things that make you happy. This is another way where you can start to make changes in your life, and you you can start this ball rolling slowly. You know, so take a minute and write down 10 things that would make you happy. Okay, so for example, my list might be um, spend quality time with my partner and my kids. Um, Number two, maybe having time to paint and create art. Three, writing and sharing experiences. Four, practicing Reiki. Five, traveling to new places. Six, soaking up the sunshine. Always makes me happy. Seven, walking in nature. Eight, listening to music and singing badly at the top of my voice. Nine, being organised and tidy. Sad, I know, but that does make me happy. And maybe ten, laughing with my friends or eating. You know, food always makes me happy, you know. So what are your ten things? Make a note of them and then commit to trying to integrate them into your life. Because when you do that, you begin to find your joy and that helps you with your spiritual development. For me... You know, I realised over the course of the last 12 months that painting and creating art was important to me but I'd never really had time to do it. So I had to start making time and I had to reschedule my my working day or my working week so that I had time to paint. You know, and I don't do it all the time but when I do do it, I make sure that I'm doing it guilt-free. You know, I do try and get out and go for a walk. I went out this morning. It was actually really freezing this morning whenever I went out. But... Um, I went out and I went for a walk anyway, and it was lovely, you know. And it was good. It was good to get out, but it doesn't matter what time of the year you do it, what time of the day you do it. Just trying to get out, practicing, you know, your your spiritual development, making time for meditation, you know, making time to listen to music if you like it, you know. And if you really, if you want, if you like your coffee and your chocolate, well, give yourself a treat every now and again. Don't deny yourself the pleasures in life. You know, allow yourself, I, I allow myself one decent cup of coffee a day. I know that if I have more than that, I get a bit jittery. So one one's enough for me. Um, Far cry from my days in IT where I was on maybe five, six, seven or eight cups, you know. Find your joy because that helps you with your spiritual development. You see he tells us this at the start of the principles. He calls them the secret art of inviting happiness. And at the end of the day, that's all we ever want. Next time I'm going to look at the final principle, which is being kind to all people. In the meantime, please find your joy. Be happy. Be honest with yourself. Work hard on yourself. And be Reiki. Namaste. You're listening to The Rocks and Rituals Show with Debbie Barr on Natural Health Radio.